Welcome to Working Matters. My name is Carl Edwards. Visit us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, we are back with week three with our special guest, Van Ray of Amprint Advisors. Good morning, Van. Good morning, Carl. And we are having a very interesting discussion on having a posture of strategic readiness, of inviting the future, actually welcoming it and being ready for whatever is coming at us. And actually, one of the things I find exciting about it is we are better positioned to participate in the creation of the future. We are participants in making what's coming next. Absolutely. It's very empowering and gets a lot of our juices going. But doing it is another matter. So we've been looking at different leadership tacks and perspectives that will give us this comfortable posture of readiness. And this week, this week, we are going to be asking the question, and I hope you all came prepared, what are your sumo wrestling goals? Dan, you better help us with what a sumo wrestling goal is. Absolutely. Sumo wrestling goal. It's taken from the metaphor of sumo wrestling. And I think we've probably all seen sumo wrestlers. And so the idea of very powerful forces coming at each other. And a win is you don't move backwards. You're not knocked out of the ring. Ah. And that ability to stay in place and not move backwards is what I mean by sumo wrestling. Okay, now wait a minute here. Okay, I get the picture. That's a really good picture. Thank you for it. But you know, that's very un-American of you. Isn't our goal to be going forward and to triumphing and to be marching and taking over and becoming the next Apple computer? What, what are you pointing to here about not going backwards that's so valuable? Well, for many organizations, it, it is the, the goal or the, the central of that planning to what's the next big thing? What's mm-hmm. the stretch? And what I'm suggesting is, is to have those two, but don't take your eye off the ball of what you need to sustain. And so you need time and attention to keep doing well, not go backwards, and a couple of key things in your organization. Mm. And it's part of getting ready for the future. It's being able to say, that area of the organization, that area of what we do, we love it. It's performing. It's doing well. Mm-hmm. We like the results we got to keep those results. And to keep those results, you need to be intentional. And so you got to pick those areas of intentionality and say, we're not going backwards. Okay. So there's, so one challenge is where you want to go forwards. Yes. And we talked about doing that as a process instead of a fixed one-time plan. Another element is learning what we need to stop and say no to. Okay. So this third element has to do with things that are crucial and yet they're not necessarily things we want to push forward on. But what you're saying, the focus needs to be not going backwards. Yes. How is that? Okay, I, I get it, and I don't get it. So what's an example of a, a something that's so good, that but you're not going to make it central to going forward? That The whole goal is just not going backwards. Let me use a technical example. This is one that people can relate to. A lot of organizations have a lot of key technology. Mm-hmm. And so let's say part of our value proposition is we've got a web-based way to connect to our customers, our partners. Okay. And it's working. And part of the way we measure it's working is we know that that website and its functionality is available 99.5% of the time when our customers or partners need it. Mm -hmm. And that's success. And we can take that success for granted that that availability is always there. And what I'm suggesting is to keep that Keep that technology available, in in this Mm -hmm. example, up and available 99.5% of the time. 
that it doesn't happen accidentally mm. is that as you grow, as you get more customers, you get more partners, you get better technology, you get different technology that you actually have to spend time and energy to make sure that performance goal stays in place. It's mm. dynamic. Mm-hmm. And so technology is a good one because we, we have some easy measurements for that. But there are other things that you can look at and go, we like the performance. And because the performance is working and it's, it's excellent, it's great, it can be easy to not necessarily really think through what does it take to keep that excellent and greatness in place as our environment changes, or as our organization gets bigger, as our customers demand more from us, mm-hmm. you got to sustain it. And again, I go back to the sumo wrestler, right? An enormous amount of energy to stay in place, particularly for the growing organization. Can't take it for granted. Yeah. Oh, that's a wonderful issue. And it's that all that other stuff that's coming at you, the other wrestler, so to speak, is a lot of things changing around you and new entrants into the field. New competitors. New staff, you know, you're growing, you take on new people, and you've now got new people in roles that may be new to them, they may be new to your organization, mm-hmm. and you can't take it for granted that they're going to perform at the level that your experienced people once performed. So maybe to keep certain goals in place, the focus is to take these new people, to take these folks that aren't yet seasoned in our culture, seasoned with our customers, we have to be intentionally to equip them to continue hitting it. Sometimes it can be as just intentionality as onboarding. A, a classic example of staying in place is sales. Mm-hmm. So this would be another okay. sumo wrestling type goal. You've got existing salespeople, great volume, great margins. You grow. You add new people. And the default thinking is unless you're intentional, I'll just continue to get the results that I've had in the past with my experienced seasoned people. Now I've got new people. If you want to keep getting that sales volume, keep getting those margins, now you've got to do something really specific and really mm-hmm. intentional and potentially really focused and quickly get those new salespeople up to speed. And again, yeah. that thoughtfulness yeah. on that, that's what I'm suggesting. And what can be sort of disconcerting in this is, well, wait a minute, it's, but I'm not, I'm not making this new thing. Yeah, you're not making necessarily this new thing. You're keeping some key things running at the level they need to. It takes work. Yeah. Sales goals is a great example. Claudia and I did a show on um, meaningless goals, stupid goals, and sales is one of, was one of our favorite examples, where the extent of leadership thought that goes into it is it should be better than last year, and arbitrary goals are set. So that, well, we can push them another 5%. We can push for another 10%. But it's also making your point that that's not the only factor. That's just assuming that the whole world stays the same, and you can get a little more. Well, that's not thoughtful leadership. And the awareness you're talking about of all these factors going on, I mean, taking on, sizing up your opponent, this other wrestler who um, is not to be trifled with, involves a lot more factors. And so um, not only might your goal be not going backwards, which you can define as success, and who would do that? And so I think that's very powerful that you're giving us not going backwards is a criteria for success in certain areas Yes. so that the team has triumphed instead of just arbitrary. We should always be growing in all areas. Yes. And I'll, let me give you a couple more examples that, that, again, require a leader to say that there's a performance measurement. And, again, this is part of this, this 
idea of a goal. It's, it's really something you can get your arms around, and it's unambiguous. It may be quantitative. It may be qualitative. But the quantitative metrics that say, yeah, I've got a number that I'm shooting for, those, those are the ones that are, are sometimes easier. But they're still qualitative ones. We have satisfied customers. Well, how do you know? If there's a way that you know and everybody can agree to it, you know, that's okay. If you can measure it, you get even better. And an example might be you're, you're incredibly satisfied customers and you measure retention. And you may have outstanding customer retention. You can measure that. And you can say, we have X. Mm-hmm. Well, as you grow and as your customer base grows, as your, the services you do grow, if you want to stay at that customer retention, you've got to do something different and not take it for granted that that's going to stay there yeah. without intentionality. And just keeping that customer retention at where it was and being realistic about that goal but saying, you know what, to sustain that going forward, we're going to have to invest in that to make that happen. That's, that's strategic. And that's getting ready for the future because you realize all these dynamics are out there that are, that are fighting against. And some of it's your own organization's attention on the new. And sometimes you got to bring them back to the attention on what's working right now and keeping that going. Excellent. Well, that's a great example. That is a great example. So we're, you're really equipping leaders to think more broadly, almost like, is walking down a trail out in the wilderness. They can go up and stand and take different perspectives on the same trail, but you'll see different hazards coming at you from the different places that you stand. And if you don't, if you assume that you can see everything down in the ravine where you're walking, you're, you're mistaken because you can only see so much. And so these are great things we can get our hands around. Thank you. So not going backwards can be a victory. Saying no to certain things can be a victory, and um, revisiting and constantly paying attention and adjusting keep us engaged as the future unfolds and our business can keep moving. So we are um, marching through this thing, Van. This is very exciting. We're going to wind it up for today. You guys have to come back next time because we're going to build in the one that sounds very fun, which is build in Slack, but it's actually more wise than it will be fun. Um, and hear a little more about what that means. Uh, Van, where are you on the web? If people want to, not if people, when people want to talk to you about what you're up to, where can they find you? They can find me at uh, www.amprint.com or van.ray, W-R-A-Y, at amprint.com. Excellent. We'll be sure to come by boldenterprises.com on the blog and comment and uh, Love to hear a story from your perspective of an instance that's gone on where you know either you need to take one of these perspectives or somebody in your firm isn't, and uh, you have a great example. So visit us on the web at boldenterprises.com. We will see you next week. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.